The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax. This is Toe Fop. Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Toe Fop. I'm Will Anderson and guest Charlie Clawson. Number one, Dave Anthony is here. Tell me about your dreams last night, Dave. Number uno. Okay. So... I'm having nightmares. Uh-huh. Uh, why? I don't know. Uh-huh. Like, uh, obviously, what sort of nightmares? Like waking up in a sweat sort of nightmares? Okay. So, one that I, the one I distinctly remember last night was I was, so I have a, I have a movie night I do every Wednesday night with a bunch of guys and I, and I was with them. Thank, thanks for the invite. I appreciate it. I'm sorry. No, so, <laughs> what other things do you do with other men that you don't invite me to? We have an Australian night. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Aussie night. Thursday, uh, and I yeah. don't get invited that either. Yeah, we haven't gotten the chance to bring you in. But. Right. <laughs> Rove's there every week. Yes, Rove, Rove's there, yes. And Ash, when he's in town, and, yeah. and Steele's in town. So but if it's going to be a good... If those guys can't come, one If way. they can't make it, yeah. yes. I'm first sub. You are, well, first, seventh. I mean, you're in the mix. I'm in the squad. <laughs> I'm Australian. You are Australian. Yeah, I, I've been having because, and we'll get to you. Yeah, back to yours. But I have um, uh, my big thing, and people know this if they listen to the podcast. If I need to get myself to sleep, I have like uh, uh, I just start imagining some sporting fantasy, and yeah. that like so normally it's I've just got my hips redone, and weirdly enough, by redoing my hips, I've developed some sort of super hip power. Well, yeah, of course. And I go down to the like normally the footy club, sometimes the cricket club, uh-huh. but normally I'm down at the footy club, number yeah. two ambassador. Now, so I'm just down but there hanging you, out. Which you don't even follow footy really that much, right? Oh no, I mean like your footy, my footy, one so of I'm, one of your four footies. Yeah, well, <laughs> Aussie rules footy, <laughs> okay. footy, not football. Okay, gotcha. Footy, gotcha. And uh, I'm down at the footy club, and I'm just having a kick to kick, and suddenly they realise that I have these incredible hips. Yeah, and they're bionic. like, you know what? We should put you on the list. And I'm like, is that even technically true? And they said, well, the weird thing is they put in this like, uh, you know, uh, thing in the contracts a few years ago that if you're an ambassador for the club, you can actually pay for the club. We never thought it would actually <laughs> be so, needed, but you're in the squad. And oh, so yeah. they, they, then they give me three months off to oh. get the drugs out of my system. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love that. That's part of uh, <laughs> I love you sink that into you. And then so that, that gets me to about finals. Uh-huh. And so, so then I'm ready, but of late, it's it's changed to a uh, during the World Cup. I'm having an Australian like the same dream, but like about the the Socceroos about oh, the World yeah. Cup. Oh really? Yeah, that I'm an Australian there, and oh like my the, God. The, the squad they need an extra person. They need someone Jesus. who's an Australian. Well, can I, I just say you have fantastic dreams? <laughs> <laughs> really, those are right. Those are really good. Oh no, they're great dreams, and I never really make it all the way through. Like I normally fall asleep, right. you know, on either on the verge of or, or at the start of my sporting glory. That's how yeah. I get to bed. So. Um, you know, I don't think I've scored any more than one goal for the Socceroos so far, but you well, know, I've always but, looked good. I mean, when I go to sleep, I've always looked good. I would imagine after the game that we just saw that uh, you'll score more tonight. I was pretty excited. In <laughs> fact, th- this next game might have been my opportunity with Kale out with two That's right. cards. That's right. Oh, you totally they would have been be looking there. for the striker, the, the man with the hips. Right. Yeah. And I'm happy to take a few balls to my head. And is for it Australia? 
And I think that your nickname is Hips Anderson. Hips, yeah. Super <laughs> Hips. <laughs> Hipnaldo. That's what it'll be like because you have to have a World Cup one name. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, the yeah, the one from down under, Hipnaldo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hipnaldo. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. Yeah, so tell me about your nightmares. Oh, so uh, this is what I was going to say is because uh, you know that um, uh, weed suppresses your dreams. So uh-huh. like if you if you smoke pot, uh, your dreams go away. So yeah. if I go through a period of time like I did in San Francisco last week where I was doing a corporate function where I didn't smoke any pot for an entire week. Your dreams come back. Dreams come back and they come back full. Vivid. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're like, we've been waiting. Yeah. We're back. We're bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like you know the sequels always the you know, twice as big as the original. Yes. That's what my dreams are like. It's like letting yep. the horses out of the pen uh-huh. and off they go. So sometimes then I will have a nightmare, but I rarely have nightmares. I'm normally like you know my dreams are normally pretty positive. Okay. Yeah. I don't usually have nightmares. My dreams are usually you know just regular old dreams. Uh, last night in one dream I was trapped in somewhere and I couldn't get out. So like that was in one. a box or a cave in like, in or, like or a, like a, no like a like a like a house. I couldn't get out of a house. Oh my okay. I was trapped. And then that one, and then okay, that doesn't the, seem that bad. The one, the I don't one really like leaving my house. No, but that I wanted like, to get out. Like though. It dream. wasn't my house. You I just wanted out. You're in someone else's <laughs> yeah, house. Yeah, it was in the sure. house I didn't want to be okay. in. Okay, sure. And then the other one, <laughs> the one with my friends from movie night, was kind of funny, but kind of it. So I had. So to, hang on, how does movie night work? What 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 happens at movie night? Okay, so we go up and we eat dinner together and we talk. It's it's mostly writers, uh-huh. uh, and so there's a lot of show busy talk. And then, uh, and what the latest movies we've seen and that kind of stuff. And uh-huh. then we watch a movie, usually a bad movie. Right. Uh, sometimes a good movie that someone got a hold of that, that's not out yet. But, uh, but often it's a bad film. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then we. What of, was it the other night? To put this in perspective of the dream, you know, we want to you know, know what, what led up to the dream, maybe. It wasn't, it wasn't, I don't think it had anything to do with, uh, with the movie night because it was, uh, what did we watch last time? I always forget. It okay. was a, it was an obscure one. It was some uh, Transformers: Age of Extinction. No, no, nothing like that. <laughs> it was some. It was some uh, sort of uh, obscure independent movie. Oh no! You know what it was? The last one we watched before uh, before you know the movie Heat. Yeah. So before he made Heat, he made a pilot for oh, yeah. NBC that was Heat. Right. The pilot, moderate temperature, and it was like a two-hour uh-huh. pilot. Yeah, mo- very modern. modern, and the acting was horrible. But okay. but it was basically the exact same movie with really bad actors right. and some like worse like <laughs> scenes. It was really it was like let let's do this worse. And he actually could have made the pilot, but NBC wanted to replace the lead actor, and he was like, "I will not do that." And they were right. like, "All right, goodbye," because the lead actor was terrible. Right, and you and there were, you could literally remember in your mind. The, the lines that Pacino had said and then this guy doing the exact same line but so much worse. Right. It was like watching... Now, technically, a, in that guy's defense, yes. most people will be worse than Pacino. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, but, you've seen one of the best people in the world do it and then you've got, like, some dude who isn't Pacino. He's definitely not Pacino, but right. he was so much less than not Pacino. It was like watching a dead animal act. Like, right. it was just... And I kept, the, I kept Which, watching again, him. would be a great... If <laughs> someone was restaging major movies with dead animals in the leads... I'd watch I'd that. Watch that. I'd watch that in a second. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and a dead badger is Ryan Gosling. What? It's <laughs> a great film. I would watch a dead Gosling, yeah. dead badger Gosling movie. Um, wow, Drive with a dead badger. Right, I Drive, mean, but with a dead badger. With a dead badger. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you pitch it. Yep. And people just say it's yes. It's the movie Drive, 
But with a dead badger. Oh, I'm in. Driving? How much money do you need? Yeah. <laughs> Not heaps. <laughs> turns, out Not a dead heaps. Badger, <laughs> turns out a dead badger is heaps less expensive than Ryan Gosling. Um, until he gets big. Right, yeah, but that's fine. After a couple of movies. Yeah, we only badger. use indie, indie dead animals. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I uh, saw a possum on my lawn the other day. A dead possum? Or no, a live, live one. Possum? Hang, he was kicking it. There's, there's daytime? Was it a daytime possum? It was nighttime. I pulled up at yeah, nighttime okay. and he was like, hey, what's up? And I what's was that? like, I'm going in the house. Yeah, this is my time. Yeah, he's like, this is where I'm. He goes, I'm flying right now. This Dude, is my shit. This yeah. is my. What are you doing out? Nighttime is my time. I'm a shift worker. <laughs> I'm a shift worker. <laughs> like, I've been sleeping all day, mate. This is my time to yeah, party. I've got some bugs to eat. Could you skedaddle? Right. Yeah. It's weird when you're watching. Yeah. And how, but how can you not watch? Because they're a disturbing looking animal. Like, they should be in Australia. That's how weird they look. Well, they are in Australia. Oh, we they are? Possums. You guys yeah. have possums? Yeah, we have possums. I thought they were just an American thing. No, no, no. We, well, we're mad for possums. We've got possums all over the place. Really? Yeah. Possum in your roof. You're not allowed to kill them, though. You're not allowed to kill well, possums. Why? you got to remove them humanely. So you got to get a possum guy around or girl. You know, I'm not yeah. judging. Sure. But a possum person. Uh-huh. And they come around and they lure the possum into some sort of... Hey, possum, possum, possum. <laughs> That's how they do it. Hey, possum, possum. A possum whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the equivalent of, uh, you know, Caesar Milan or Steve Irwin. He's a cross. Yep. And, yep. Uh, yeah, the, the possum hunter. And he comes around and he takes your possum away. And the possum Yeah, they goes, release him uh, to where the possums hang out. And the possum goes, uh, wait, what What happened? They go, hey, I had, a, I had a place I lived <laughs> at. A house. <laughs> uh, I had a pretty nice thing going on. Right. And I was up in the roof. It did was you, brilliant. Did you not it see me? It was Enjoying the stars. Where am I now? I'm a city possum, mate. <laughs> I'm, I'm out in the middle of the bush now. I don't want to be here. Survive. What is that? What is that gray thing in the tree? <laughs> Where are my pants? City possum, country possum. <laughs> right? Yeah, I love the idea of that too. That that seems like a show as well. I think it seems like it would be city great. Country, Weird. It's like a, well, it's one of those fish out of water stories. Yes, it's it is. It's a possum oh, out of water, yeah. an attic story. Yeah. Yeah, it's well. You could do that. You could animate that. That's your. That could be your ratatouille. It do you could know what I mean? Be like you know the story of like a grumpy. You could be the city possum. You could be yep. like the city possum who has to go and live in the country. Yeah. And I could be the country possum that has to come and live in the city. Oh Jesus! Who has it worse? You. <laughs> <laughs> but I would have to say that because that's literally the life I've chosen. <laughs> so, I mean, like if I thought it was better the other way around, yeah. I have made a lot of serious mistakes in my life. But I just moved to the country ish. Yeah. Well, that's it. See, I'm yeah. the I'm the country possum who's moved to the big city, and yeah. you're the city possum who's moved to the country. So we're literally living the possum. Movie. We're living the possum life. <laughs> uh, so, so my so all my movie night friends are there. It's not in the regular movie night house. It's in some other big house. And this one's not as nightmarish as the last one. Okay. So uh, I have to leave, but I've ordered food, and there's like a guy making food, and uh-huh. I ha- and I have to eat all the food. Like the guy is in the house making the food. Yeah, there's a guy making food in the house okay. that I've ordered. And I'm Again, like, it doesn't really seem like the okay, worst house that you've ever been. No, to. this isn't that bad. Where you can't leave the house and there's a guy making you food that you ordered. Okay. So I walk out uh-huh. and I've ordered a few things, and the chicken is a the piece of chicken is about three feet big uh-huh. and then every piece of food is enormous right so you know the house is in america <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
If we could figure out how to make a three feet piece of chicken, <laughs> we would in a second. Someone's working on Just, that. Don't do you tell know, me. I, you know, I, I, I watch Food Inc. and I don't yeah. think I can eat. I don't think I can eat food anymore. You shouldn't. I Food's can't. Terrible I think, for us. I think. I think. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going vegetarian because just the idea that there's chickens that can't stand up because their breasts are so huge is. Mate, it's I just. I have decided, and I'm going through a bit of a health kick as well because I've just had four months on the road. So all I did was drink and yeah. smoke and yeah. like party and like eat shit food. Yeah. So like I, I so the last two weeks really, I've been like on a like a salad pretty much a salad diet uh-huh. like so there's this place called lemonade uh which is down the, the road in like sort of beverly hills west hollywood somewhere uh-huh, down like it, yeah. that sort of place and it just does it's like kind of got a, like a it's a really nice like salad bar place so you can just go along and get oh, so yeah. i get this like plastic container with like six different salads or whatever in it and that's like a whole day's worth of food right yeah. the other night though it, it's an hour walk so it's half an hour there half an hour you back. walk all the way well that's my like i walk there okay yeah sometimes i get that slice of free slice of pizza on the way home uh. <laughs> <laughs> i did that the other night as i was carrying my salad and i ate the pizza off the top of my salad and i was like this is you're not helping you're staring you're you're using the thing you should be eating to hold up the thing you should not be eating you know what would be great on top of this healthy salad right Big old slice of pizza. Yeah. No, it'd be great if I could eat this pizza while staring at salad and not eating that. That's what I should do. The salad's just under there going, fuck you, fuck you. Right. How dare you? Oh, yeah. The only thing that would make this... Uh, I, I'm about to have sex with someone who isn't my wife. Uh, the only thing that would make this better if my wife is just there. <laughs> looking at me disapprovingly while I do it. So I can't enjoy it in any way. Still going to do it. Yeah, still going to do, do it. Still going to do it. Still going to do it. So I've... I've walked the whole way and I've got back to the CVS that is just on the corner down from my apartment. Mm-hmm. So I'm like home stretch, like five minutes to go and then yeah. I can you know, eat my salad, right? Yeah. And there's a homeless guy there on the corner of the street oh. and he asks if he can have my food. He's like, really? I'm homeless and I'm hungry. Can, can Usually I? they don't do that. Right. Usually they say, can I have some change? And you go, would you like some food? And they go, no, I would like change. Well, and that's the exact point that I'm making, Dave, uh-huh. is that's what you always want. That's You always say, you know what? Like, I'll get you some food or yeah. or you, that's what you hope the scenario will be. Yeah. So this guy has come to me with the genuine, like, can I have food? your food? Yeah. And I said no. Because I had walked for an hour <laughs> to get that food. Now, now let's talk about how long he's walked. Okay. <laughs> Firstly... <laughs> I was closer to my home than he was to his. <laughs> no, fair enough. <laughs> no, I um, I gave him money. Okay. Because like I felt like I had to yeah you know, mm-hmm. give him some money. Yeah. Um, I gave him less money than the salad was worth. To okay. be honest, I did fair not enough. give him the equivalent value, but I gave him enough money to go and like get a burger or something. Sure. Which I thought, to be honest, he would also enjoy more. Of Let's course. be honest. Then a salad, like if you homeless, if guy you're like a homeless guy yeah. on the street and you haven't yeah. eaten, what yeah. you don't want. Is two different types of quinoa. <laughs> that is not. To be honest, that's not even what your digestive system needs because you're living on the street. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Like, because the that. thing that, about eating salad for the last two weeks, and like I've been eating a lot you're of lentils. Very regular. And, oh my god! In a, my body's operating in a way that you're like, oh right. Yeah. This is how it's meant this to work. This is what's supposed to go <laughs> right. on. But you but, don't want to like shock your system with that when you're living on the street. Oh no, you're because then you're just you, right. ha- you have to run around with your you're, pants down all exactly. the time. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting quinoa and corn from every orifice, like, and then people. Are like who gave this homeless guy salad 
You can tell the homeless guys that about salad. <laughs> so um, I yeah, told so- I told you there was a. I passed a woman who was shitting off the curb, and sh- she asked me for change while she was shitting off the curb. I mean, you know that she's not putting it on. I suppose she's she's not pretending. She's working it at all angles. She's focused. Well, I, I had one of those monks um, in uh, San Francisco when I was in San Francisco. Do you know the monks? Do you know the stories of the monks? They're all everywhere. They're not really monks. It's like a way of begging. So these people shave oh, their really? heads and they dress up as monks. Shut and up. And they come up to you and they hand out like these little, you know, like a little like good luck sticker or like put a thing on and they for peace that's yeah. what they say for peace yeah and you think oh this is brilliant it's a monk on the street and he's yeah. giving me a little bangle for he's peace. actually a heroin and addict. then they get you to like give them 50 dollars for peace like that's the bit at the end where you're oh. filling in their peace book and then you realize they want a donation and minimum 50 dollars for peace and then you're like that's oh my pe- god peace costs a lot right yeah like, peace is not cheap. Can we just think? give peace a chance? <laughs> like, <laughs> How about a salad? Instead? I gave him fifteen dollars. Did you? Because I needed to get out of the situation, but I was like, you know what? I'm, I'll chip him fifteen bucks to peace. I don't know if that's how peace happens. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Peace hasn't happened, so maybe it's my fault. Maybe if I chucked in another thirty-five dollars, we would have got him across the line. But no, that's a that's what they're doing now. They're they're begging in that way. So yeah. I guess a homeless person shitting in the street, like at least you know they need it. Yes, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they really do need the money. They do, yeah. right? They need to replace what is just but come out come of them, out into of them the, at the very into least the curb. You know, you need to help them create an equilibrium. Yeah. So yeah, no, I so I, I I felt a little bit bad that I didn't give him my salad, but I gave. Well, you him made my, a long walk. I mean, yep. and there are homeless people everywhere. And if you gave every homeless guy something, you by the time you got home, you'd have nothing left. Right. That is true. We we love we love to have a lot of homeless here in America. Right. Yeah. Um. Okay. So there's the huge pieces of food, and there's a bunch of pieces of food, and so I have to eat it before I leave. And mm. the guy's making me eat it before I leave. Okay. And so it's very unpleasant. Right. And I'm really upset. And then my wife wakes me up at that point. Because that was morning. Okay. Okay, now here's the bad dream. Mm-hmm. Here's the really bad one. Right. I'm in a house. Because from that other one, you don't know what bad dreams are. Because no. essentially you just told me that well, it was dream, very upsetting. Was, you were in a house and a man made you food and then you had to eat it all. It was too much food. I was, I was like right. having to throw up and stuff. Yeah. Like it was. No, no, no. Unpleasant. Complaining about too much food. That is... Look, it's very American. We, Americans new, have dreams that are different than other people's dreams. This is a new Twitter hashtag, first world dreams. There's a, there's a, <laughs> right now, there's a guy in Dufar who has just gotten his first uh, smartphone, and he's listening to this, and he cannot believe what he's hearing, because they have no food. Right. So the last dream I had in the middle of the night, and I am trapped in a house again. Mm-hmm. Okay. And well, that feels that feels to me like that's something. Yes, and there's a ghost of some sort, some sort of terrible creature uh-huh. who is uh, attacking me. Mm-hmm. So I keep getting hit by something. I don't know what I'm getting hit by. Okay, and I try to run for a door, and the door sure. slams. It's that sort of thing. A, a, a chair gets kicked in front of me. I get knocked down. Every time I try to go somewhere, I'm getting attacked. Mm-hmm. I can't see what it is. I'm screaming. Right. So I'm screaming now in the dream, uh-huh. like just flipping out, terrified. And my wife wakes me up and she's like, are you okay? And, and she said, I went, yeah, yeah, I got it now. I got it now. I'm, I got it. <laughs> and she was like, what? And I'm like, I got it. I'm good now. I'm yeah. good. I got it. And then I go back to sleep. And then in the morning I go, was I screaming? And she goes, no, it was worse. 
you were you were doing this. Like this, 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 like almost like, like I was trapped and I couldn't scream properly. <laughs> like you I, were a puppy. Like you were a puppy in a box. <laughs> she said it was, she said it was so, she goes, I wish you had been screaming because it was a far more terrifying noise. <laughs> yeah, that's for the next sequel of paranormal activity. Really creepy paranormal activity. <laughs> it's just a dude in bed making, I was like, this is, does this make you uneasy? Do you see that new paranormal activity? Did you feel uneasy? I felt uneasy. <laughs> Well, I know exactly what that dream's about, but I can't say it on your po- on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know. With me knowing what's going on in your life, yeah, that's, I, uh, I mean, it's a very obvious it's dream. It's very obvious dream. <laughs> <laughs> it's an incredibly obvious dream. Even the world's worst dream interpreter could, mm. could nail that one. I'm, I'm going to change the topic because I've brought something to the table today. Mm. Um which is this? It's a picture from the uh, the Sunday, May twenty fifth edition of one of the Australian newspapers, um, maybe the uh, Sunday Telegraph or the uh, Sunday Sun Herald, which is the big Sunday newspaper. Do you, do you did you bring this back from Australia, or do you get them here? No, I brought this from Australia. Okay. In fact, when I was leaving Australia, I think this might have been the the paper that I was reading uh-huh. on the plane. Yeah. So. Did you really, I mean, did you read every single part of that paper? Because you have like a 16-hour flight. Did you read every single word of that paper? I think you'll find that, considering we're about to talk about the babies section, (laughs) (laughs) that may answer any questions you had Uh about how much of this paper I read. Uh, yes, I read it from front to back. Now, it's one of those sections where if you have a baby, you can send in to the paper... A picture of your baby. Okay, great. Right? And they will print that in the paper. Terrific. And because you can say to other people, look, I've done I've had a baby. My baby's been in the media. Oh yeah, that's right. It's a start. You yeah. might get them an agent. That's it. It's all happening now. I mean you might as well start their clippings file early. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I, I imagine that did you ever send Finn in was like, you know, did you ever think we should, you know, get Finn into showbiz? Nope. Like we should no. One of the reasons we moved up there. Right. Get him, get, out him of away from, get him away from Hollywood. Okay. So you didn't send his picture into the paper? No. Well, they've started doing a thing in, uh, in this paper now, and I don't know for how long they've been doing it, because I, I must say that I've never lingered on the uh, baby section before. But I what, hope it doesn't catch on in America. I think this is just a bad idea. The baby section, or what yeah. I'm about to tell you well, about? Well, I, I just see, I can see something that's, that I'm not too keen on. Right, it's, which uh, is, uh, they have put... Like speech bubbles oh. next to the baby's head, mm-hmm. and then imagined like what what the that baby- baby's saying. And you know what the crazy thing about baby babies can say the craziest things. Yeah, in their imagination. Yes, sub editors can say the craziest things and put them in speech bubbles next to yes. a baby's face. Oh, this is gonna be fun. Now, what I love firstly about this is that there's been a meeting at some stage where somebody's mm-hmm. gone. You know what? Pictures of cute babies are not good enough. What right. people want is pictures of cute babies, What's but they want to know what those babies are thinking. Have you seen Look Who's Talking To? Right. Okay, what if that... What if that was a newspaper print thing? form. <laughs> <laughs> it's Look Who's Talking To, yeah. but we know celebrities and just a page in our paper. Yeah. Come on, Have guys. you seen Garfield? Right. <laughs> Combine Garfield and Look Who's Talking To, and you've got... 
one of the greatest newspaper sections of all time. Right. So they've got the little babies here and then they put words. I see. I feel like this is unfair because, you know, we don't know what the babies are thinking. Well, let me just say something right now. Uh-huh. All the babies have the exact same face, uh-huh. look in their eyes and face because they're babies. Right. They're, you know what's going on in their head? Uh, right. They're, they're babies. babies. So they haven't put their actual baby thoughts, though? No. There's no sort of like, oh, I've just wet myself, mm-hmm. or could I please have some more of that delicious milk? Yes. None of that is happening. None of that is happening. No. No, these babies are having quite adult thoughts. Oh, are they? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. So, for example, Ol- Oliver Boston Curtin, uh, Oliver is, uh, is, is saying this or thinking this. I want to be a frequent flyer when I grow up. Well, that's the worst baby ever. Right. Like, A, that's not a great ambition. But B... Uh, B, do you have a comedy writer? Right. C, why? Right. What? There's nothing about the photograph. The baby's not in a plane. No. He's just sitting on a blanket with right. some things in front of him. There, There's nothing about that. Who is allowed to write this? But also the thing is, even being a frequent flyer, it's not like I want to travel the world. Like, no. it's just literally, I just want to be a frequent flyer. Uh, you know what? I'm going to have a terrible job where I have to fly back and forth <laughs> all over the country. I hope my life is like up in the air. That movie, <laughs> that's what I dream of. I dream of being George Clooney's character in Up of the Air because I'm a baby. And that's what babies dream of. I don't. I want to get divorced because I'm traveling so much. <laughs> I want to live my life in a suitcase and sleep in beds that have been masturbated in by several other lonely men. That's my dream. I want to stay in a hotel room where the remote control is chained to the bedside table. <laughs> I want to have only meaningful relationships with illegal prostitutes as I travel around this country. And, uh, and by all that, I mean I want to be a frequent flyer. Right. But also frequent flyer. You can be like a, you can just get it's, in a frequent flyer program. Yeah. Like my credit card has a frequent flyer. Yeah, like I'm, a, got, I'm a frequent flyer. Right. I, it doesn't... It, it's really nothing. It's I, I fly all the time for my job. It's not glamorous. So what this baby is saying is, I hope that I fly enough to get a, an occasional extra trip. Right. Or, you know, access to the lounge. <laughs> baby would like some access. Some, baby would like some free baby pretzels. Wants, baby wants free baby melons. Wants free pretzels. Baby wants free melons and pretzels. And one drink with token. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, then we move over to Dare Ocean Johnson. Now, okay. firstly, if, uh, do you think any of these people are listeners? Because that would be great. Uh, if we have listeners who have named their child Dare Ocean, then okay, actually we might have. Yeah, we probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, to be honest, <laughs> if there's one that's called Batman, Batman Johnson, then that we'll would know be, who it is. That would be it. Uh, Dare Johnson, Dare Ocean Johnson. Now with his uh, sister. sister, I assume Dare is a. Is a boy. Yeah, there's a boy. Okay. Um, and uh, Willow is his sister. Well, so those you got, kids. Yep. So Willow yep. Johnson and Dare Ocean Johnson. Uh, Dare the, Ocean Johnson. Now the brother, the other brother's not in there. Cabbage. <laughs> Cabbage face Johnson. <laughs> uh, so anyway, he's there with his sister. Uh-huh. He's got no career ambitions. Right. He doesn't have the drive of 
baby players. of the week, he's Oliver even, Boston he's Curtin. He's not even thinking about flying at this right. point. Well, that's the thing. With a name like Oliver Boston Curtin and your baby of the week, then you've got to be ambitious. You've got to be a wanted to fly the world. Yeah. But little Dare Ocean Hippie Johnson. Well, if his name's Dare, right. I, I assume he's thinking crazy shit, right? Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. good point, actually. He's he's all about Dare. He's about stepping, right, into, the, he's about stepping into the fire. He's... Oh, he'll he'll have so many good pickup lines when he's like, right? He'll be like, how about a double dare, ladies? (laughs) (laughs) Want to play a game of truth or dare? Come on, girls. Who dares wins? Zip, I dare you. (laughs) (laughs) So little dare, this is what he says. I'm really glad my big sister likes me. So he's a fucking moron. Insecure. Because, well, also, Insecure. you know, so, so basically what he's saying is, yeah. I'm super happy my sister doesn't punch me. Right. Right? Uh-huh. I'm not being, what he's saying is I'm not being abused. I'm not being abused. Or maybe because he's in front of her, he's saying it so she won't smack him again. Oh, yeah, because he does say it with an exclamation mark. Yeah. It says, I'm really glad my big sister likes me. That- I'm really glad my big sister likes me. Yeah, that feels forced. Yeah, super forced. Yeah, that's right. So this baby is basically... And she a- is front and center, by the way, in his photo. Yeah, and she's like got Like everybody her arm else up. has got their own baby she's photo. Got her, she's got her arm up above him yeah. in a threatening manner. Oh, yeah, she does This is too. an abusive relationship. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is a baby trapped in... And he should be... He should be sent to a baby home, a safe baby home. Right, a tiny baby home. Tiny, tiny baby home. <laughs> full, where of, they, full of babies. Full of babies. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that cafe that's full of cats. Have you seen that? There's the cat no. cafe. Where's that? So, Well, there's one in Australia now, but oh. it, it's like, I think it started in London. And basically, the, the hook is that there's all these cats. So you can just go in and hang out with the cats. Like, And you eat food? Yeah. That's why you can't do it here, because we wouldn't allow that. Right. Cats in the restaurant. Yeah, no yeah. cats in the but restaurant. But you know when you're going in that that's, you know, you're going to a cat fay. You know, it's like that. A cat, a cat well, fay? I don't know if that's what they call it. <laughs> they should be. I imagine it should be. I mean, I hope it's called a cat. Yeah, it'll it'll look better written down than saying it's a bit hard to say. It's a bit of a mouthful, but they could have a baby fay. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Although that would be horrible. Think about it. The smell, the the smell, and the crying. You hose them down. Like I shouldn't be hosing down the cats. You could hose down the cats. So babies. is it like at like a grocery store where every like automatically every thirty minutes the spray comes down yeah. and just hoses oh, off the Oh no, vegetables? I you know what it's like? It's like um it's like sushi train. So oh. they've got like a train that goes yeah. around the cafe yeah. and there's a whole bunch of babies on it. Yeah. And then when you can just like grab one off to like the one you want. Whatever, and, and then when it's dirty you put, you it, back put it back on and, and then it goes, and then it goes as it goes through right. it goes into an area that it's like a little car wash, car wash yeah. and it washes off the baby <laughs> right. and the baby comes out squeaky comes clean out. squeaky yeah. clean yeah and it's got like you know when it comes out like the car wash you know it gets a little bit of talcum gets yeah little, like it's got the whole process yeah. this is a good idea yeah. i'm not sure why we're not baby aside train. from the legality problems i think no, it's i mean come on it's america free enterprise <laughs> <laughs> all right so dare ocean johnson he's glad his big sister likes him yeah uh, then we go down to uh, Sophia Hope Misford. Now, there's a lot of, Boy, lot there of people are a lot with of, Hope and Dare. There's and, a lot of names happening here that yep. I'm not sure I believe, but let's let's keep going. So, Sophia Hope uh, Misford. Uh, she's dressed in pink. She's now, head, she has headgear. She's got two big brothers, James and Lucas, not pictured. They're not in the photo. Didn't make it. Didn't need to you know, willow themselves it. in. Yep. Uh, she loves being sung to. Oh. Yeah. 
Well, that's nice. So that's important because it goes into her sort of uh, her thought that she's ah, having, right? Right. We know a little bit more about. We her. know about her, so right. we're going to expound. Now upon we're going to understand that maybe this is what she's thinking. Mm-hmm. She's also dressed. She's got a little flower on her head, little yep. headband, and I'll put this. I'll take a photo of this and I'll put it on the Facebook page so and, people and can. I'll say I'll say right now that that sort of head thing on a child is uh, horribly unattractive. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. Don't put head wraps with a giant flower on your baby. No, it's good. She looks like she's in The Great Gatsby. <laughs> like a baby version of The Great Gatsby, which is Baz Luhrmann's next project. He's <laughs> restaging. With babies? But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Baby Gatsby. Yeah, Baby Gatsby is going to be amazing. Um, the, the party is crazy. Uh, so, um, I love music, uh-huh, she says. Uh-huh. And well, my, we know that because she's in this. She's in right. A, she loves being sung to. Yeah, yeah. She goes, I love music mm-hmm. and my favorite pop star is Pink. And she's wearing pink. So that, she loves pink because of her empowerment of women. Were these written by people who just learned about words? I assume so. I mean, what the baby. I assume they're written by other babies. What the baby should be saying is, everything I say is on the nose. (laughs) I I think of things that aren't creative at all. I mean, to be honest, that is kind of baby talk. I know an adult wrote it. But it's pretty babyish. <laughs> I think but, there should be a picture of the person who wrote all these thinking them up. Well, you know what it might be. Here's the, I don't know if this is from the Rupert Murdoch Sunday paper because I can't tw- tell. But if it is from the Rupert Murdoch Sunday paper, oh. then um, uh, Lachlan Murdoch, his uh, son, has just been uh, hired to sort of run the News Corp empire. Right? Oh, good. Uh, good. And the main qualification that he has is that He's Rupert Murdoch's son. Yeah. And he has been famous for taking big businesses and turning them into tiny businesses. Oh, good. So maybe they're like, wow. oh, we've, Rupert made us hire this idiot uh-huh. and he only has like a baby level of education. Yeah. Is there a job <laughs> for him? <laughs> He's like, so he just writes what he thinks babies are thinking. <laughs> Is there some room out the back? Wait, I have an idea to turn this business around. I realize I'm brand new here. But uh, obviously, I'm in charge. And uh, here's what I'm thinking. You, get, you know, you, you read a lot of news stories and you cover a lot of stuff, politics and sports and blah, blah, blah. But I think a lot of people are wanting what babies think. <laughs> so I think we should have a whole section. So you have sports and you have politics and you have local news and then, and then a big section about just what babies are thinking. What, what do babies think? What does everybody think about that? I know you're, uh, I know you're a journalist, but... Well, I'd prefer if they took that out of this page. I would rather see like the main news stories, but with like a picture of a baby next to them and the baby's opinion. Yes. You know, like uh, after the Socceroos result, you know, you yeah. could have like the re- great result of the game. Yeah. But, you know, then you could have the little baby there going, but I'm thinking Tim Cale shouldn't have got that yellow card in That's the first right. game Tim- for abusive language. That's right. Poop. Poop. <laughs> 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 Right next to a story about Iraq. Look, everyone knew this was going to happen when we went in in the first place. Right. Why is everybody surprised? Poop. <laughs> right? Some baby just going, hey, remember that time where you had that banner that said mission accomplished? <laughs> <laughs> baby commentary. <laughs> baby say the darndest things. Okay. All right. There's more to come. Um, so let's uh, go down to Isabella Beryl Freeman. Beryl? Beryl. I'm going to say that's B- a family name. Spell it. B-E-R. Y L Beryl. 
Okay. It's an old person's name, Beryl. I bet there's a grandmother or something in the family yeah. called Beryl. Fair enough. And these that's all, your middle name. These right? all seem like they have a little bit of grand, grandpa's name in there, except for Dare Ocean. I mean... Uh, unless her granddad is Billy Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe Billy Ocean toured and... True. You know? Yep, fair. Totally fair. Uh, all right. So here we go. Uh, okay, Isabella this, Beryl Freeman. This baby, what is this baby in? So this baby is wrapped in sort of like a lavender, you know, baby bassinet. And then the bassinet is surrounded uh, with like lavender roses. So she's in some sort of like, you know, rosy basket, a rose basket. Which right? I'm completely opposed to. Uh, Isabel is mm-hmm. a very happy baby and mm-hmm. is spoilt. By her family who love her dearly. Oh, how oh, well, how rare for a baby. She's got a family who loves well, her. Well, we know all about this baby. Take that, She's... babies who aren't loved. <laughs> <laughs> all the babies laying around in the dirt are looking at this going, aw. Uh, she's very much She's very uh, Definitely a daddy's girl As uh-huh. her father is very much Her favorite out of everyone Can I just say this? Yep This baby Is so small right. and young It doesn't have a favorite No it's not making choices It barely it knows What's happening Right It's not attached to anything Except the breasts Right, and the it reason that Daddy thinks is the favorite is because she keeps trying to breastfeed off his nipple yes. because she can't tell them apart. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, what, is, what is little Isabella saying here? Uh-huh. She says, what's wrong with being a little bit spoiled? Oh, Isabella. It's not the way to start. Isabella. It's not. You know what? There's a lot of things wrong with it, number yeah. one. Uh, but number two, you don't know you're spoiled, right? Like, how are you spoiling a baby? What? What is it? What is it? What, that's, not, like a, that's like a two-month-old baby. She's not inside another human anymore. She's definitely I not. I mean, that surely that's spoiled. That is somewhat it's spoiled. Like it's heaps less wet here. But that happens to all babies. Uh-huh. <laughs> so again, that's not spoiled. That's just right. normal baby. Uh-huh. So what is that? She, would be a good caption. What I want to go back in. <laughs> Fuck this! This place is fucked. <laughs> I was warm. It was it was constantly fed, always fed. It oh was God warm and gooey. I like the goo. Do you know what happened when I was born? I never shit on myself in never. there. Never, not once. What? Now I'm out here and I'm shitting on myself all the time. And some guy thinks that I'm his favorite. He's my favorite. <laughs> all right, uh, Belle Scarlet Rose Earl. Bell. Okay, wait. What? Yeah. Bell Scarlet. Her name's Bell Scarlet. Uh-huh. That's her first name. Bell Scarlet. Boy. And then Rose Earl. What's going on in Australia? I don't know. Like people are just looking at their tea cabinet and coming up with names. Just, just so we. Know. Would you like the Bell Scarlet or the Rose Earl? I'll have the Rose Earl. It's uh, morning. But that, you know, you know what happens with the name Bell Scarlet. And now taking it off to Van Halen, it's giving up her Bell Scarlet. That's Belle Scarlet. No, no, no. If you give them two stripper names joined together, <laughs> they count it, it cancels out. out the stripper. It's like magnets. Everybody knows that. Uh, she loves listening. Oh, what an incredible baby. Right. She's you know, a baby. She, know, she loves listening. Are you she, serious? Yeah, a baby no. enjoys listening? It's amazing how much she loves listening. Like if you walk up to her and say something, she will look at you. Unlike most babies right. who just who look just away and walk off and grab get a on the scotch phone. or I'm on whatever the phone. Excuse like, me. A lot of babies will pretend to be on a phone. A lot, a lot of babies you. put up one finger yeah. and they go, get, hold on a sec. Just give me a, a minute. Just, I got something going on over here. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is wrong with people? 
As opposed to tell most babies them, who are there them. with their Bluetooth in their <laughs> ear doing business. Oh, no, I'm a business baby. I'm a business baby. Um, Adam Zandler is a business baby. Uh, she loves listening and wriggling. She likes wriggling. What an incredibly <laughs> unique baby. So... She does all the things that babies do. No, but she loves it. Oh, no, you can tell she loves yeah, it because she, she does it all the them. time. Like all babies. Uh, but her favorite music is a blast. She has a favorite music, by the way. Now, what, 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 what a baby's. I hope, I hope it's Limp Biscuit. Well, <laughs> <laughs> tell me it's Limp Biscuit. She's wearing a red cap. She's got a red dust off. Her absolute favorite is a blast from the past. She loves Aussie band Air Supply. Do you remember Air Supply? Yeah, I didn't know they were Australian. No, we don't really publicize that. As you shouldn't. No. But yeah. So, so, what, so what's happened here is mm-hmm. these parents are so fucked up that they have played Air Supply for their baby. <laughs> yeah. When no one is playing Air Supply for anyone anywhere but they were like you know what let's see what she likes best and they put on air supply they could have gone with men at work right they could have gone with something acdc acdc would have been fantastic nick cave and the bad seeds all all of these i mean all good baby choices oil right there's a a lot of baby in excess what were uh air supplies big hits do you remember what air supply i have no clue right i'm gonna have to google this well we're googling it's not a it's not an episode all right, Air Supply. Uh, Air Supply, Australian soft rock duo. Um, and here we go. A succession of top 10 hits in the US. So they were big in the US. Here we go. Let's they were. Look. Okay. Studio albums. Let's find their big singles. Air Supply. That's, oh, geez. They had a lot of albums, Air Supply. More than I would have thought. Okay, let's have a look through and see if we can find uh, their biggest hits. Um, Okay, so, uh, Air Supply, uh, Even the Nights Are Better, Two Less Lonely People in the World. I have no idea what the, I I don't know what these songs are. Like, two, Two Less Lonely People in the World is not a song to play your baby. Like, yeah, it's no, basically just yeah. going, we were terribly lonely. Oh, and now yeah. we've had you to keep us company. <laughs> Making love out of nothing at all. That's a weird what thing does that to play your baby. mean? Isn't that masturbating? <laughs> Isn't it? I guess. What else? These are we? horrible, horrible names for songs. Oh, yeah. Like, just atrocious. Oh, without you, stronger than the night? Without you, I think, uh, uh, that one. Without you. That wow. one? Okay. Well, I don't really know much about air supply. <laughs> even Googling air supply. I, I, I can't even like, I can't even. Without, without you is the one that I remember. Right. Oh, I'm all out of love. That's not something to play your baby. Maybe, maybe it just means he can't get an erection anymore. <laughs> because he's done it so much. Oh, right. You're our last baby. Because your daddy's all out of love. We literally took his last bit of sperm and we made you. And now he's all out of love. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Um, all right. Let's move on then. Um, what, did the, what did the baby say though? Did we hear? Oh, 
Uh, yeah, uh, Belle Scarlet. Oh, here we go. You Stri- know stripping the air supply. Okay. You know, <laughs> stripping sadly to making love out of nothing at all. <laughs> oh, and the, crying. The world's saddest stripper. Just, I'm all out, stripping to I'm all out of love. Just, Isn't that the most poetic? Can you imagine this poor girl just taking her clothes off to I'm all out of love. <laughs> and just spinning around and her tears are hitting the customers. Oh, come on. If I tip you, will you stop getting your wet on me? Um, her is saying is, I'm just too cute to be camera shy. Yeah. Stripper. Is, isn't it, is it reasonable to, to burn down a, a newspaper building based on this? Oh, you know what? Newspapers are burning themselves down. (laughs) You don't have to laugh. You don't have to wait long, Matt. They won't be around. It's like it's like it's it's like getting angry two two years ago and being like, I'm gonna burn down a blockbuster. No, just wait. Just wait. Give yourself six months. Job will be done. Uh, all right. We've got two left uh, uh-huh. that, we, that we need to get to. We've got uh, Madeline June Jean McPherson. Jesus. Yeah, June Jean. You've Yeah. I don't know about June Jean. June Jean. Uh, so Madeline loves to explore all her new surroundings. Oh, what a yep. unique baby. Uh, she's developed a funny habit. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Uh, she's got a funny habit of putting everything she finds into her mouth. <laughs> oh, oh, deadly man, habit, you mean. I love deadly. that. That's actually called a deadly habit. A, a deadly habit. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Not a funny habit. <laughs> it's funny the way she's choking on that right. uh, bottle cap. That poison. <laughs> it's funny how she's choking on that poison bottle cap. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so she's putting everything she finds into her mouth. What a what a fun kid! I imagine later in life, Belle Scarlet will also to. be doing that out <laughs> the back of the strip club. So it's <laughs> a funny little habit. Madeline will say she walks by. Uh, she got a funny little habit of putting everything she finds into her mouth. And this little princess also loves playing with the cat. Um, can we hear how the cat feels about it? Because I feel there's just a lot of pulling and yanking and right. We can hear how the cat feels Someone's about it. Someone's going to get scratched. Because on the other side of this page, there's some photos of cats with what they think. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Actually, on the other side of this page, now that I turn it over, is all the um, relationship and wedding photos. Oh, now yeah. that would be a good one with what they're oh, thinking. Oh, those captions. Yeah, you've oh. got the two cap. You've got the people sitting next to each other, like this dorky guy here with this really beautiful woman, and all his one is going, "I've done well. I've done well." <laughs> and she goes, "I can't believe I'm pregnant." <laughs> <laughs> That's a good section. Um, all right. Uh, the, we can know what the cat's... Because uh, this is the rest of the sentence. The little princess also loves playing with the cat, who is too clever to stay still for long. Ah, what a clever, right. clever, clever what cat. A clever what cat. a clever, tortured animal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that moves away while being tortured. Uh, oh, look at him. He's so clever. Because when he gets poked in the eye, he runs away. <laughs> what a clever animal. Uh, and so her speech bubble is, mm-hmm. did anybody see where the cat got to? I mean, there's not one of these that's even remotely in the area of comedy. <laughs> well, this there, is there isn't one that's in, no. anywhere in the area of comedy. But there's none of them that are in the area of anything. No, This is what amazes me about this page is they're, they're not cute. 
They're not no. like if they were adorable or if they were adding something, but they're literally adding nothing. Nothing. They're just confusing at best. They're just ex- they they're just words read in the, a bubble. They read the description of what the baby likes, and then they write the exact same thing that's in the description, but like less entertaining. So much less entertaining. All right. Uh, I did, I did not know babies could make me angry. We have uh, Martha Mary Lou Bassano. Uh, Martha Mary Lou uh, loves checking everything out around her. Mm. Sounds like she's got a. Uh, she loves to explore all her new surroundings. Oh, she's doing Madeline June Jean shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Martha Mary Lou, uh, every single detail of every new room must be analysed until she's satisfied she's seen it all. <laughs> Babies, no. <laughs> She's an analyst, Dave. Oh my she God. needs to analyze the room. She's like <laughs> Liam Neeson looking for escapes. She needs to know if shit goes down. Oh, she's fuck. got the floor plans. I mean... She's satis- until she's satisfied that she's seen it all. I mean, it's that, it's that element of her being a stickler for detail that, is, that separates Martha, Martha yep. Mary Lou from yep. the pack. Yeah, you know? yep. she's a completely different baby than other babies. Yep. She inspects things. Martha doesn't love to sleep, though. Mm. There's too much going on for that. Um, She's got rooms to inspect. What does that mean? She doesn't sleep. She's a non-sleeping baby. Does not like to sleep. Does not like to sleep. She's got shit to do. This is a parent's way of saying our baby is an asshole. Our baby's a myth. (laughs) Our baby won't sleep and we can't find the myth. (laughs) Uh, So what does Martha Mary Lou say in her, 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 her speech bubble? Uh, can I guess? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's going to be based on something we found out about her already. Um, I'm too interested. To, I'm too interested in stuff to sleep. <laughs> Is that good? That's pretty good. If I nod off, I'm afraid I'll miss something. I, it's the same <laughs> thing that I just said. <laughs> Come on. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, it's amazing. That's amazing. Right. This is this is the least creative thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh-huh. Without a doubt. Right. It's well, even even the name of the page. Just babies. Babies. <laughs> just just babies. Not 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 like what would babies say? Just babies. Babies. And young Murdoch lights up a cigar and kicks up his feet on the desk and says, "We've got it now. <laughs> Newspapers are back." <laughs> Yep. So there you go. What babies think, mate? That that kind of stuff makes me sad for people. Well, for journalists, just everybody, just the, and there's people reading that who think it's great. Well, I, mean, are, I read it. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's hard but for you, me to judge those. People. But you read it and you had feelings of sadness and contempt. You had the normal feelings, but there's people reading that going, "Oh, look what that baby says." Right. Yeah. I, I like the idea that, you know, they should give them controversial opinions so that, like, eventually people would hate the babies. Yeah. Do you know, like, people like, I hate that baby. Yeah. Like, the baby's sitting there going, I believe that global warming is real. <laughs> <laughs> I the baby. What the fuck do you know, baby? You don't tell me how to think, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with the Ku Klux Klan. What? Did that baby say? Stop the boats. <laughs> Stop what? the boats. That's a weird thing for a baby to say. <laughs> Stop the boats. Let's make Abbott king. Uh, yeah. What? I grew here. You flew here. What? 
I mean, it's a weird thing for a baby to say. It's a super weird thing. I'm for glad a baby I'm white. What? I'm I'm white. That's you can't surely. You can't really mean that, baby. Yeah, white. High five. <laughs> right? Am I right, Doc? <laughs> Am I right, Doc? <laughs> oh. So there you go. Yeah, I don't know. Baby update. What else has been going on with you that you haven't been inviting me to apart from your movie nights? What else you've been doing in your mountain lodge? Um, the mountain lodge. I went to Austin this weekend. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, how was Austin a, for a wedding? I um, like Austin. Yeah, I hear such great things about Austin. Yeah, I've it's fun. Been. You know, it's like a big Silver Lake. I mean, that's really what it is. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it's a cool town. It was a really fun wedding. A lot of. Uh, Drinking and carrying on. The bride is a huge LA Kings fan. Uh-huh. So at the rehearsal dinner, it was game five. And so at the third quarter period, half the people went out to watch the game. Uh-huh. And the other half people were sitting around waiting for the speeches to start. And the speeches never started because the game went into like double overtime and everyone just sat there cheering. And then they went back and they went, okay, that's the rehearsal dinner. <laughs> It was pretty awesome. That's cool. Yeah. That's very exciting. I went and saw my first uh, baseball game when I was in San Francisco last week. You went to the best ballpark in the country. Everybody says that. Yeah. It was like one of those things where when you're in San Fran, like like everybody said to me, like it's the best place to go and see a game. Yeah. And then secondly, since I've been back, like so many people that I've said, I went and saw a game in San Francisco, they keep saying that's the best. Yeah. Like it was really beautiful and we had great seats. We were um, in like where the press area is. Oh yeah, nice. So like it was, you know, behind the plate and it was like on the first. Did you see the water? From where you were? Yeah, just, the so we were at that yeah. right level to watch the game perfectly, but also be able to see the like yeah, just over the ships and whatnot. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was it was really cool. But yeah. here's what I loved um about baseball. Mm-hmm. Nothing. <laughs> um here's, here's what I loved about um oh, fuck. here's what I loved about everything else. Like I loved the environment. Like, mm-hmm. I thought it was so much fun. Yeah. Like, you know, they get up and they sing and they got the cams and yeah. everybody's taking part. But it does feel to me sometimes like the baseball does not need to be there. If you don't know about baseball uh-huh. and you go to a baseball game, I can't imagine how boring it is. But for me, it's all about the numbers right. and the stats and what's happening and what pitches are being thrown and how fast they're being thrown. And like, it's like a, it's like a numbers game. Right. Now, I, and I feel like that's absolutely the case. Like I did say to somebody at the time, I was like, I'm sure if I understood this better, yes. I would be enjoying this more. Yes. But, but like I did love all the other stuff. Like right. it was a it was a fun party. It's a great place to right. go. Yeah, yeah, it's it was, a good time. Yeah, I had a good time. But I I imagine that's how I would feel if I went to a cricket match. Right. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh my god, like that was what I was like. This must is what must people think about cricket. Yeah. Like I finally had. I walked a mile in someone else's shoes. The, the difference I, is... I, I understood what that glazing over in people's eyes is when I say, did you see that five-day match that didn't have a result? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the difference, is that is the baseball's three, three and a half hours. Right. There's too many of them, though. I think that's the problem. Too many games? Too many games. Because, like, how do you care about a result? Like, yeah, Everyone if matters. Every game matters. Does it, though? Yes. I don't think it does. It does. I don't think it does. It, of course it does, because the other teams are trying to catch up to you. Right. But but it really doesn't. It They all matter. Yeah, every kind of, game. but not really. 
I can't disagree more. No. Every single one matters. Well, they don't, though. Because how many is there? There's like 100. And There's 162 yeah, games. Yeah, so if you lose one, you just win two in a row and you're back to... Yeah, but what if the, what if at the end of the season, oh, you, if, if? You, you win yeah. the oh, no, entire thing by one game? I understand it can make a difference, but there's no way during it to fucking get if it's going to make a difference. It's all They all make a difference. You're like, we lost this one, but there's like 90 other games. <laughs> if we get on a 90-game streak, we're fine. <laughs> Let's not get too upset about today. We've still got a chance of going on a 90-game streak yeah. and forgetting this happened. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So at least early on that you, you can still... I guess that's probably a good thing. You can always still be in it, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, I, I did this uh, big conference when I was down in San yeah. Francisco. I was doing like live interviews on stage and uh, it was like a... It was insane. It was like the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. It was really fun, but it was like... So I was doing like... It was ex- the equivalent of doing like seven podcasts in a row yeah. in front of a live audience, oh. but with someone who you couldn't just talk to. Like they were experts, so I had to kind of interview them. Right. And, like, Did you have, have a, like notes and stuff? Well, or? I had my own notes, but they weren't pro- – like I had to just yeah. drive the conversation myself. Oh, God. Now, some of the people were really fascinating. Like I did an hour and a half interview with Steve Wozniak, you know, from Apple. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, my God. And what a fucking – cool guy yeah like and what a performer because most of the people at this thing like at this conference were australians not all of them but Uh most of them and like he like came out and he did the whole like he had local talked about how much he wanted to move to australia really yeah oh yeah was he was he was he i was like oh good local good good local was australia you've got all the things you don't need this you invented the apple computer but you've got local gear i like that so he was cool. The was he was like, um, and he was a cool cat too. Yeah. Um, I interviewed a guy called Nolan Bushnell. Now I don't know if you know that name. I, I it wouldn't have immediately occurred to me if you know before this thing. But he's the guy who invented Atari. Like you know, essentially oh. came up, right. He's the dude who came up with Pong. If you've ever wow. played Pong, it was the first game. I was right. the first kid on the block to have it. He's the guy who was Steve Jobs's first boss. You know that famous yeah. story about when Steve Wozniak got. Uh, Steve Jobs got was to re you know do the whole thing and yeah. only paid him like five hundred bucks when yeah. it was like yeah that was him who gave him that job. Wow, he was the coolest old cat. Like telling all these stories about how he goes to Vegas and goes to like all the conventions and stuff, and he just goes down to Kinkos and like prints up like a magazine pass and like down and just pretends he's a journalist and walks around all these like conferences and shit. Oh my god! And like it was so cool. That's and like amazing. goes to Burning Man and has all these like. Yeah. And he was like, but my favorite thing that he told this story was that he was offered a third of Apple. He could have bought a third of Apple. He could have owned a third of Apple. Said no. Didn't think it was going to work out. God, Jesus. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) But on the upside, he did go on to invest a lot of that money in the Chuck E. Cheese movie franchise. So, you know. Come on. That can't be that bad then. <laughs> he did fine. Um, Still. Uh, interviewed Biz Stone, from um, who was one of the Twitter people, the people who started oh, Twitter. Oh, yeah. Which was interesting. Um, did my name come up? Because I do a lot of really good tweets. Good tweets. Biz, uh, Biz has a new thing now. Biz has moved on from Twitter. Oh. like It's always great at one of those things where like they're like, well, you can mention Twitter, but... Uh, we yeah, prefer we're, focused, you, we're focused on We the, prefer uh, you talked about mostly about this new thing that no one's heard of Yeah Than the yeah. thing that people are tweeting in live questions on. And I was like, why are they talking about this thing that I haven't heard of? I want to hear about Twitter Right 
and everyone in the audience is because I have like an iPad on stage with me that I'm yeah. can facilitate audience questions. Yeah. So people are tweeting them in. They're using Twitter to ask questions about Twitter to a guy from Twitter who I'm not allowed to ask about Twitter. It's like when you go to see a, a band from the 80s, you're like, just play the hits. Here's our new stuff. We're not here for the new stuff. No one cares. You know how no one bought your albums in the last 30 years? <laughs> that was us telling us, you, we don't enjoy your new nope, stuff. None of it. Uh you would not be doing a comeback tour if we enjoyed your new <laughs> stuff. Right. You would be doing a continuation tour. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, but that was fun. And uh, th- there was a bunch of what's his new thing? It's called Jelly, and it's um, actually it's not a bad idea. It's kind of like um, a crowd a crowdsourced. Google, if that makes sense. So instead of like Google being all the information, like it's if you wanted to ask Google a question, you can ask it, um, what is the capital of blah, 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 and Google will tell you, right? right? But you can't necessarily go on there and say, hey, Google, does this shirt look good? Oh, or okay. whatever. So yeah. it's using all your friends and whatever, but you could like say... For example, you could be. We could see a picture of a guy in a magazine, and, and it wouldn't have a caption. We and like you could take a photo of it and go, "Who's this guy?" And uh-huh. then the idea is that it's crowdsourced. On, That's interesting. Or like I just stained my pants. Like yeah, what can I, and it's or yeah. You, you could take a photo of like what what carpet would go well with this table in yeah. this living room, and that's like, actually a good idea. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, like a kind of you know everybody helping each other out. Yeah, idea. Yeah. So it's kind of that's and is it up that, and running? Yeah, it's up and running, but it's early. You know, it's yeah. like they're trying to work out exactly what it's going to be used for and stuff like that. So I can tell you what it's going to be used for. A lot of people are taking pictures of their dick and going, "Hey, how about this?" That's normally what all of them are used for. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first question that everyone asks: Is that can we put dicks on this? <laughs> that was the first question that was asked when they came up with uh, NBC television right can we put dicks on this back in the 50s we put dicks on this right (laughs) that's why moses had to throw away that first stone tablet put his dick on it god's like i can put a i can put a dick on this i put a dick on this by the way big news oh yeah what and i wish i wish charlie here so i could share this with him too finn drew his first dick of balls oh you serious yeah oh man you must have been so proud five years old my wife comes in and goes my wife comes in and goes, he just, he, this is exactly the conversation. He just drew a dick in balls. And I go, my God, I wish Charlie and Will were here to, right now. <laughs> <laughs> now, was it just your kind of standard, like, you know, two balls, one it's dick? Pretty much it wasn't just like, a, it was just a shape of a yeah. dick and balls. Yeah. He hasn't gotten into veins or the. No, the, or the, but even like a. So, like, there's no sort of circumcision line or a little pee No, hole. it's just it's just the shape. No hair, probably. No, he's just starting out. He's a out. kid. Yeah, he's, yeah, right. Right, you know, you're not going to... Yeah, yeah. It'd be weird, because then you'd realize he was drawing your dick and balls. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? And then he writes daddy on top of it. <laughs> no! <laughs> um, so... Uh, there was a bunch of really cool speakers um, and then there was a bunch of people who were I guess okay so he's one of them for example mm-hmm. he was the guy who wrote um, Chicken Soup for the Soul okay right that mm-hmm. book and the versions of that book have mm-hmm. sold 500 million copies. Jesus that's like incredible half a billion copies it's just about soup and he's a big <laughs> it's a soup recipe book <laughs> do you not know <laughs> Literally a book about soup. 
uh, so he he's a big he's a corporate motivation so he sure he, he talked for like 45 minutes and then I was interviewing him he must make so, so much money he, oh my god yeah. and he just done this presentation where it was all about like you know he makes you stand up and touch your head and oh, turn around and yeah. you know all that sort of yeah. stuff that Australians hate doing oh do you guys feel alive now like, I love when an American tries to rev up a room of Australians no, they're especially. like unless you just kicked a goal we're not interested <laughs> Have you seen how unenthusiastically we sing our national anthem? Like, we are not like you people. Do you not, I'm not going to yell out what my dream is in public. Do you guys not like your national anthem? Uh, have you ever seen an Australian try to sing our national anthem? We, no. Oh, we, A, we hate it. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's our national anthem, but it's a horrible song. Yeah. And it's full of lies. Oh. oh, yeah, it talks about, you know, um, that we, we've got boundless planes to share and that you should come here, you know, by boat and be part of our awesome country. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've changed our mind on most of the second that verse. Seems, that seems like Most a- of the second verse is like, swapsies! That seems like entrapment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the second verse is literally you could sue us for misleading advertising. Um, Australians all, this is the first verse, mm-hmm. Australians all, let us rejoice, for we are young and free. Ah. With golden soils mm-hmm. and wealth for toil, our home is girt by sea. It is girt by sea. I don't know what girt means. No, surrounded. No one knows what girt means. <laughs> We've got a stupid word that no one knows what it means in our fucking national anthem and we have to go to sporting events in front of other countries and sing the word girt as if everybody knows what we're talking about while like three lines into our national anthem everyone's like what the fuck is girt everyone's like why are they slipping in polish words i am not i can't respect these guys on the sporting field if they're going around using words like girt the fuck is up with these convicts and they're girt talking Skirt. You know that oh, word that everybody uses all the time to mean surrounded by. <laughs> you know what it's like. Oh, yeah. uh, you know Australia's an island. It's girt by sea. <laughs> Everyone says that. I'm eating this delicious donut. Oh my God. The jelly is a girt by donut. <laughs> you know, as people say all the time. Oh, girt by bullshit. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, so we have to say Gert that early on. Gert. So people mumble it, basically. How long have you, how long has this been your national anthem? Since the beginning? Not since the beginning. Our national anthem, of course, at the beginning was God Save the Queen. Um, Uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Australian national anthem's been around for, um, I'm not even going to get this right, but uh, it's not that long. There was a, a. about 50 years ago, there was, there was a time where they gave us a few choices mm-hmm. and Advanced Australia Fair won, unfortunately. Um, mm. Walsing Matilda is the unofficial national oh, anthem. Yeah, That's yeah. what people yeah. got about uh, two bars into before mm-hmm. fucking Netherlands scored. Because mm. in, the, in the game that we just watched, basically what happened, it was, kind of, it was kind of hilarious and kind of sad at the same time because like, we were uh, in the World Cup of football. Australia was like, uh, so the Netherlands had beaten like the reigning Spain, world champs yeah. like 5-1 or something yeah, in the first crushed game. Them. And we're expected to be the, like the worst team in the World Cup right. this year. And we've actually been, you know, we've had a real crack. Decent, and yeah. at one stage we were 2-1 up. 
against the Netherlands. Like a pretty amazing result. But unfortunately, only like basically we got our goal and then a couple of minutes later. Seconds later. Yeah, a couple of seconds later, they got their equalising goal. So what you got to hear at the stadium was the rousing sound of the Australians launching into waltzing Matilda as we go 2-1 up. (laughs) And it's like, once a jolly... Like yeah, if, we were but, sing, if we were singing the national anthem, we wouldn't have even got to Gert. In fact, they would have scored on Gert. But but when you yeah. guys scored your first goal, mm. they were showing a, a man with a kangaroo stuffed kangaroo on his head, like with his head in his hands, almost crying. Yeah, and then you guys scored. Right. So I mean, it all true. goes. It all goes back. Swings and forth. And roundabouts. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, uh, so this guy uh, did his speech, the chicken soup for the soul guy. Sure. Did you, were you did you feel anything inside? Uh, you know what? It's really interesting to watch that because he's clearly a guy who believes in what he's saying. Yes. And he's also a guy who sold 500 million books. He must be uh-huh. doing something right. Yes. Right? So I'm very interested. And, and plus I have to interview him for 45 minutes off the back of it. So I'm paying a uh-huh. lot of attention. Of course. You know, because I want to ask questions that are relevant to what he's talking about, yeah. whatever, and gonna get on his vibe. But man... Like he was, and I'm not, by the way, I'm not saying that he put this on because I don't think he did put it on, but he's a guy who could go to a place. While he was on stage doing my, the interview with me, he cried three times. What? Cried. Like like telling these stories, like recounting, like going to, I asked him at one stage, like, does he have a favorite story out of all the books? And he told this story, which he's clearly told like he's uh, had to have told yeah. countless thousands yeah. of times before. And at, he, like he gets towards the end and it, like there's tears running down his face and he's there. Like, I mean, it's not like he put on, like he didn't yeah. turn away and like put some glycerin on his face or something. Yeah. Like tears came out of his face. Wow. Oh, and he was just there in that moment. So he's emotionally unstable. Oh my God. Like <laughs> it was so hard not to laugh. <laughs> like it was really hard because when a grown man... Like a man in his sixties, yeah. Like he's cr- like I mean, it just I wasn't uh, mocking him, but but it was just hard not to yeah. Like start giggling, of course, and just go, you're crying, yeah. Like you're there, wow. That's really something. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. So then they had this is the one the thing I wanted to get to was they had, had a whole bunch of futurists, right? So they had Ray Kurzweil, who's like, you know, the big, the guy who, he's the head engineer at Google and he's the one who came up with the idea of the singularity and oh, they yeah, did that, yeah. you know, movie, The Transcendent yeah. Man and I whatever. Seen about. It. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. And he's, and look, he's got some amazing ideas about the future, some of which have come, have come true mm-hmm. and some of which, you know, have not. Yeah. That's the nature of that sort of thing. But he talked you know my big thing is the worry is like you know technology taking over and he's reasonably positive about that but explained moore's law and the exponential growth of all those sort of things so it was really technically quite fascinating yeah and then they had this other guy who um and it was very funny too because he's such a nerd like he's like a proper you know engineer genius like nerd guy but then that week the the computer had allegedly passed the turing test you know that the test where you're meant to not be able to identify if it's a computer or a person right you know and but as it turned out that was bullshit oh it was Uh, and it was like it was the one topic when you got him onto it he was so like He's like, I knew this is bullshit. He was, like, he was really like passionate about it. He goes, because in his predictions, he predicted that people would make false predictions about. Oh, the really? He's like, oh, I, hilarious! I predicted this. Oh my god! I predicted god. that people would say they'd done it and hadn't done oh, it. Oh my god! It was great. That's hilarious. So um, then there was this guy called Pablos. Now Pablos, one name, Pablos. Okay. 
um, so Pablo's hacker, um, super hacker, right? Right. And a guy who used to be like a just you know a proper super hacker. Yeah. And now he's kind of working for the good guys. Right. And he well did some hacking on stage. What? That was like he got someone up with their credit card and then just like like got them to walk by him, scanned it with his little scanner, and then live hacked them on stage on the big screen it was fucking amazing it was so like terrifying yeah like amazing to watch like just it was so cool but he's working now on trying to hack the world so basically he's working in this giant multi-million dollar lab with a whole bunch of other geniuses who are working on basically trying to come up with solutions for the big issues that are facing right. our society. So they've come up with a way to move hurricanes offshore away from land. And uh, the biggest killer in a lot of the African countries is malaria. Like, yeah. you know, so they've come up with a way to shoot mosquitoes out of the sky with lasers that will like, you know, kill the mosquitoes and like cut down malaria. And Holy like shit. they've got they're working on this thing to try to reverse some of the effects of global warming and like yeah so doing all this like amazing like mm-hmm. next level yeah you know work it was it was kind of inspiring like to watch someone go oh right yeah yeah we should be letting these smart people try to fix things oh well that's not what's gonna happen no <laughs> idiots are in charge yeah it, but it was Just, it was amazing to watch like it was it was very fascinating that is interesting yeah hmm. can you as long as they don't hack pumpkin pie and try to make that different i'm fine you know what I mean? They can do whatever they want after that or before it. Is that really the one that you would go for if you're like, let's keep something real? It'd be pumpkin pie? Pumpkin pie, pie yeah. It's really weird to me. It's, it, we've talked before on this podcast about the difference in Australian and American tastes. Yeah. But pumpkin pie is oh. something that, A, in Australia, we we just we don't have. I would shove my face in it, the whole, my whole face. And B, I've tried it. Could, and I don't, what is it meant to be? What do you mean, what is it meant well, to be? Well, is it savory or is it sweet? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, firstly, I want clean lines. I want to know. I want to know. I want to keep my savory and my sweet apart, mostly, it's sweet. right? It's sweet. It's, is it, yeah, but it, yeah, yeah, but it should, it's like, it's, it's like a confusing food. It's like a yeah. trick food. It is a trick food. Right. So yeah. it's not like, because when people at home think pumpkin pie, mm-hmm. they might think it's like roasted pumpkin put in like pastry. Oh, fuck that, no. But it's not. It's There's like. one way to make it. What is the way? You get a can of Libby's uh, pumpkin pie mix. You get a shell. You fucking toss it in. Any of the time you try and get creative, my wife for a few years was like, he loves pumpkin pie, so I'm going to make some really creative different kinds of pumpkin pies. And every time I'd just be like, this is not what it's supposed to be. Right. And she would get very sad. And I go, just dump the can in the fucking pie shell. Uh-huh. And it is extraordinary. It's extraordinary. What do you eat it with? Do you eat it by itself? Do you eat it warm or do you I eat, eat it I eat it by itself, but sometimes I'll put uh, whipped cream on it cold. Yes. So both cold? Yeah. Like as in, yeah, okay. So you don't put, like, it's not a warm pie and a cold whipped cream. It's like no, a nice, cold pie. A nice cold pie, yeah. Okay. And it's no fucking joke. I, I would, if I, if, if I could pick one thing in the world to take with me wherever I go, uh-huh. it'd be pumpkin pie. And I'm including my son in that. It's weird that you, um, <laughs> firstly, I want to see that photo on the paper. <laughs> My dad left me for pie. <laughs> Daddy was my favorite. Pie was his favorite. What did he say? He said pie and out, and then he was gone. Daddy's gone for cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, it's weird they made the babysitter. <laughs> Mummy says he'll be back. 
<laughs> Mummy doesn't know which member of Air Supply is my daddy. <laughs> I love the idea of your bomb shelter just with cans of pumpkin pie. So when's your t- time yeah. of year? Is it a uh, is it a three sixty five day of no, the year, or is it like a Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving thing? It's Thanksgiving, yeah. It's interesting mm. that you have such a fond like because I mean of all we know about your family, I can't imagine that Thanksgivings were like the. Oh no! One time, I, one time, my grandmother hit my grandfather on the head with a metal spoon. That's the kind of during dinner, and he right. just he just got up and put his hat on and walked out. Like that was the kind <laughs> of that was family dinner for us. So yeah, yeah it's, it's weird. That it's you, like a crazy. I, mean, I would have thought that pie would taste like yeah, but but this in your mouth. No, but what it is is that right. I lost myself in the food. Right, you are oh, yeah okay. So the pie was there for you yes. when your family weren't. Yes, right, and the turkey and all that stuff. Like uh-huh. any any sort of thing that I, that food wise is related to my childhood. I just love because I just got into it. You know, Kevin Smith, the movie director slash podcaster, Kevin mm-hmm. Smith, uh, he eats. Thanksgiving dinner for dinner. Like, you know, he gets his... Just like, just like on any day. Of just the, any day. He loves looks, it because he, he loves Thanksgiving dinner. He looks like he, just, he does that. <laughs> I mean, it probably doesn't come as a big surprise. He looks like he that's, does. that's not the most suspicious story I've ever told. <laughs> hey, see that guy who only wears hockey jerseys? <laughs> he, looks, he looks like he doesn't use a fork either. Right. Yeah, yeah I read uh, one of his diaries, one of his books at one stage, and it, it was one of those things where he, like, it was, I guess, the diary of a year or a diary of two years or whatever. So he wrote a lot about the food that he was eating. And I was like, mm. you know what? This is like, you write a lot in this about how hard it is to lose weight, but then you talk about the food that you're eating and yeah. you're not making good choices. Yeah. For example, Thanksgiving dinner every night. Every night is not a good. That's not. It's a fattening meal. You're putting gravy on there and mashed potatoes and stuffing, and it's not. It's not something you want to eat every day, unless right. you're looking to die. Well, that's a nice note to finish on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about something else before we go. We can't finish on that note. Um, I, I have this little uh, uh, list in front of me of things that uh, I'd been meaning to get to for a while, and we hadn't got to. So. Um, I'm going to talk about a guy on Adelaide Radio. I had to do an um, interview for the Adelaide Fringe Festival early in the year and I wanted to uh, leave some distance between when this happened and you know talking about it. Uh, but it's the only time that I've ever... I, I snapped. I snapped on the radio. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it was a pre-record, so I don't really ever played it. Uh-huh. But I snapped at the dude. I just couldn't... I was like, I really was like, nah, fuck you. I just happened? went him. Like, it Why? started as a joke. You know when, okay. So, we're doing like a pretty standard sort of plug for the Adelaide Fringe Festival, mm-hmm. right? And then this dude comes on and he goes, oh, I was down at the, you know, the Rhino Room, which is like the place where they do the independent comedy in Adelaide, right? Mm-hmm. Run by this great, great guy, Craig Egan, who runs this like amazing scene. And I know personally, and I hope Craig wouldn't mind me saying this, but does it on a personal shoestring budget. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes to get those shows up, he's losing money, but he just right. loves the scene and he puts mm-hmm. so much work into it. And they run a bunch of good rooms down there. And they have an open mic room on like the Wednesday night. And so this guy he starts going on about like going to the open mic night and how you'd agree with me, Will, wouldn't you, that uh, there's some people who just shouldn't be doing comedy. And I was like, no, no, I don't actually, I don't agree with you. Yeah. I said like, firstly, and I think he said something a bit worse than that because I don't think I would have reacted to just to that. But there was something, it was something about just how terrible they all were. Oh, shouldn't you just come up, go up to some of those people and say, this is not for you. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're a total fucking piece of shit, you right. should definitely do that. Yeah, if yeah. you're a guy who makes a fucking living on like breakfast radio yeah. in Adelaide. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the pipe. Then definitely, that is, yeah. that, that is the place where all the people who are best, uh, you know. Yeah. Like, anyway, so I, I also said to him, I said, like, firstly, they're, they're trying new material. They're mm. either new people or people trying new material. Without any trial and error, you're not going to get people being good. Yeah. Secondly, it's an open mic night. What did you think? Right. Like, yeah, some of it's not going to work. But don't go on your highly paid radio show and complain about people who aren't getting paid and are taking a risk not being very funny. Right. I mean, fuck you. Something I you, mean, to be honest. Something most, most radio, I don't know about Australia, but ro- most of the radio DJs here wanted to be stand-ups. Oh, well, and the thing that I would say to this dude is, uh, and, and, and I did say, and this is what I snapped. I said, oh, so you've, you've never had a bad day at work? Hey, you know what? <laughs> Why don't you get your listeners to call in now? And were you, were you great from the start? I said, you know what? Give us a call. Give us a call, guys. And just let us know if there was any time when he started this show that he was shit. Like, was there any time? Was there just one time where perhaps he wasn't as good as you thought he was going to be? Just give us a call. Let's give us some feedback on the radio oh my God. about that. And then his co-hosts at the start thought it was like funny. They thought, oh, he's having a go. But yeah. the more I got into it, the like, more I just oh. realized, no, I hate this guy. <laughs> like, I hate him so much. And I don't want him to walk away from this interview and think, oh, yeah, no, 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 no that was fine. We had a bit of a banter and it was all, no. Oh, Yeah, it was like. That's awesome. Oh, it's so I sad that it was pre-recorded. So Oh no, I, I'm probably not. No, it prob- it's so that stuff helps you. It does. That helps you. That gets kind of stuff that helps you. It's uh, integrity. I've never hate like it, this is how much I was so angry I was when I finished doing the call was that I got online to look up pictures of him. Like just like you know, just so I could be angry at the pictures just to work it out. Just like, and I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Look at you with your <laughs> stupid face. <laughs> <laughs> so big shout out to Burjo if you're listening. Oh wow, yeah, Burjo, Burjo. I've heard that name. Yeah, well, there's oh, there's a couple of Burjos. Oh yeah, of course there are in Australia. <laughs> This is Burjo with a U. There used to be Baby John Burgess, who's, who uh, hosted Wheel of Fortune ah. uh, and other, a lot of other game shows, uh, Baby John. And uh, he's like a big famous, like he's an Alex Trebek or whatever, right. like a famous, you know, old Australian. Uh, and he's, he's cool, Burjo. Okay. Like he's a, like a proper great old fella who, yeah. uh, I remember he used to host this show called Burjo's Catchphrase. Oh. And uh, name in the title, mate. And it was a, <laughs> It was a show where they would have like a picture of a catchphrase yeah. and you would have to work out what the catchphrase is by like, you know, like, I mean, uh, so it might be like a hill with like a, a rock rolling down the hill right. and you'd be like a rolling stone, right. there's no moss or whatever, right. right? So one time on Burjo's catchphrase, still my favorite, I know I've talked about this on the podcast before, is Burjo's my, my favorite moment on, because I love a shitty moment from a quiz show. Yes. You know all those famous ones they have on YouTube, like the UK uh, you know, family uh, feud when like, the question was name a dangerous race. Yes. And you know, it was meant to be things like running you know, with yeah. bulls or whatever. And yeah. the guy was like, Arabs. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, love, I love those moments. Like, yeah. Um, so uh, this in, one was in the butt bob is do you know in the butt bob is no uh, the, 
the newlywed game, uh-huh. what is the strangest place you've ever made love? And, <laughs> and the guy said, in the butt bomb. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yep. God. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> uh, um, so, <laughs> like, how, what era is this? That, that, that was, like, uh, late 70s. <laughs> <laughs> so, when everybody's watching TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that would have been anyway, a It's a huge thing. show. It's a huge show. Yeah. Everyone's watching. Oh, my God. Yeah. In the butt bob. Yeah, in the butt bob. <laughs> <laughs> and also like it doesn't even like in her like or his it's like it's, her, there's a lot of yeah, questions in, it's in her butt yeah wow but he didn't say in her butt well no but oh, it's, was it? it's it's a question about the two of them how well, oh. they, how well they know each other if oh. answer, and then she holds up a sign where she's supposed to say like oh. what the answer is the only thing that would have made it better was if her sign said in the butt bob <laughs> <laughs> 10 points <laughs> <laughs> or if I said in his butt <laughs> I'm sorry that does not count it has to be your butt oh my god yeah. um, alright so uh, Burjo's catchphrase uh, the picture tell me what this uh, phrase is so there's a um, there's a cloud mm-hmm. and it, the word okay so the word someone so sometimes they didn't. They, sometimes they just put words. I put a word. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes they ran out of like. Yeah, oh, let's not make this yeah. too complicated. I don't, know, I don't know how to do someone in a picture. So. So the word someone was there. Then there's like an animated cloud mm-hmm. with like you know a human face and like some lips. Like you know if you've ever seen a picture of a cloud like you know pushing wind uh-huh, out of like a cloud uh-huh, that yeah. sort of thing. Um, so it's got the you know a, a face with the uh-huh. lips and the okay so it's putting wind it's blowing the wind. Onto the word someone. That's yeah. the picture. A cloud blowing onto the word someone. Yeah. What What do you think that phrase is, Dave? I mean, I would say blowing someone. Right. <laughs> now, it was to put the wind up someone. But you were not the only person who thought it was to blow someone. <laughs> Everybody who was watching that thought it's blow someone. That's it, that's blow someone, including both the contestants oh. who clearly thought it was to blow someone. Oh my god! Neither of them have answered. Like normally, one of them buzzes in. Yeah, like it's not like, one of those games uh, where, like, because it's you're really just identifying a picture. Yeah, no one ever passes right. at this game. But neither of them want to touch the buzzers because they're like, I can't do it. Finally, this woman like. Gingerly buzzes in, yeah, and she goes, um, "John, I, I think I know the answer, but I can't say it out loud." <laughs> so Burjo walks over. She whispers it in his ear, but she's got a microphone on, so you still hear her go, "He said, blow someone." Oh my god! And then Burjo just laughs and like <laughs> put the wind up someone. So wow, yeah. So that's the good Burjo, not the bad Burjo. You know who you are, Bad Burjo. Oh, Bad Burjo. All right, uh, Dave Anthony. Uh, people, the dollop is back. Walking the room is back. Uh, so people can listen to both of those things, right? Yeah. Um, they can find you on Twitter, uh, which is uh, at Dave Anthony. Mm-hmm. Um, the, what dollop, else? the dollop has a Facebook page. Oh, nice. 
uh, uh, LA Podcast Festival. Uh, LA Podcast Festival is going to be the last week in September. You'll be there. Uh, uh, Charlie's going to be there. Charlie will be there. Steel Saunders will be there. It's going to be awesome. We're going to do a uh, live, uh, I guess it'll be our first, even though we've done Super Pop, we haven't mm-hmm. done like a, a Tofop, Fofop. We haven't. Guess Charlie won. Like, you know, that yeah. crossover. That'll be yeah. our first one. Open the, open the wormhole. Yeah, that's going to be yeah. awesome when the two yeah. universes come together. Yeah. So make sure you come and check that out. That's going to be on the Saturday at some stage yes. of the show because Charlie has to make it back uh, to Summer Bay afterwards. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but people should come out and see that. Um, I'm going to be uh, doing some gigs around LA for the next three weeks and then I've got some gigs in New York the week before Montreal. I don't know what they are yet, but I'll just be doing some spots and stuff around town so I'll let people know about those. And then in Montreal, I'm hosting the Australian shows, but the one that I really want to tell you about is I'm doing Illuminati the whole hour of that uh, on the last Saturday night in Montreal. So if you're in Montreal or if you're nearby Montreal, if you know someone who's in Montreal, if you could send them along to my solo show, that would be uh, mm. particularly awesome. Um, I'm also doing, I was on Todd Glass's podcast. Um, uh, I think that comes out on Friday. Friday, so you can definitely check that out. That was heaps of fun. And uh, anything else from you? What else have you got? Mm, you got buy coming my, up? Buy my album, Shame Chamber. Oh, Tuesday night, uh, Monday night, Monday night. If you're in LA, we're doing the All Things Comedy Show. You, doing, you're doing that, yeah. Yeah, I'll probably host it. Uh, yeah, that's at the Bootleg Theater. And then on uh, Wednesday, I'm doing Prompter at Flappers. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Have you done Prompter before? Yeah, yeah, I love Prompter. It's a good show. Yeah, I'm doing that uh, at Meltdown. Uh, with uh, Dan Harmon and a couple other people coming up. I know that. Um, do you know who Louis Thoreau is? Louis Thoreau? I'm He's so- the, the interviewer. Right. Okay, yeah, he, you know. He, he interviewed me for the documentary. Oh, yeah, right. He's the, yeah. So he is a massive star, like yeah. in particularly in the UK, but in Australia as well. And I, yeah. I thought, I've been surprised when I've talked to him about here that people aren't as aware of him as i thought that they would be. not at all he makes these amazing sort of the way i'd like to describe him is like an edgier cooler funnier michael moore yeah you know not as like driven by ideology as a michael moore but that same sort of well, happy to put himself in the middle of something or explain something yes. or go and live with a bunch of people and tell their story like he's fantastic anyway he was at set list at ucb the other night and sent a very nice tweet about oh, my nice. set and stuff which was exciting to me yeah um uh and then I tried to tell people about it in America and no one knew no, who he was. Yeah, I was like, what? Kind of took away a little bit of my excitement, yeah, to sure. be honest. <laughs> hey, this guy you've never heard of retweeted me. Not as good a story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not at all. Um, all right. Uh, if you like the show, please rate it on iTunes and, uh, you know, or wherever else you listen to the podcast. If anyone listens on SoundCloud... Um, Tell me. I don't think anybody does, and I'm not sure that I'm posting the episodes there. So <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know if anybody does either. Uh, we, I, at one stage, my episodes were being posted there, and I'm not sure who was doing that. I, I thought they were just they're automatically auto- automatically right. linked up. But then I tried to look at it the other day, and it seemed like they weren't being posted anymore. I think ATC pulled their relationship with SoundCloud. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, that's. I might be wrong. I didn't really have a relationship with SoundCloud. No, I thought SoundCloud was bullshit. Uh, And the other thing is that uh, I don't know why, but uh, episode 118 seems to be missing off iTunes. Really? Yeah, it was. I've downloaded it, and other people had downloaded it, but now it's just gone. Really? So I don't really know what I'm meant to do about that. Who Who was on it? It was the Rove episode, and uh, it was a good episode. I I don't think there was anything in it they would have pulled for content or anything, and they certainly haven't notified me if they have done something like that. But um, that's really weird. Yeah, it is weird, right? Yeah. So um, he, uh, so I don't know what's happened to that episode. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to repost it, I guess. But now it's out of order. Will it? Re- right. I don't know how it works. I don't. Know I mean, I don't know either. if people really care, but 
Well, I mean, why not repost it, you know? I might but as well, to right? call it a, like, a, what would this episode be? Oh, this One. is like 120 or something? So then call it like 120A. <laughs> Rove again. Rove again. The same episode. <laughs> it's the same episode. If you've already downloaded it, it's the same episode. Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure what to do about that, but if you didn't download epi- the episode or if it's not downloading for you, maybe it's still... It's just not on the iTunes page. I don't know if it's downloading for people. Let me well, know. Maybe you can go to Libsyn and get it. You right. Know. Or you can go to the website, the Tofop website, tofop.com. Yeah. They're all there. So um, go and check that out. Uh, that'd be cool. All right, Dave. Um, uh, I'm going to get you to sign out if you could. Oh, yeah. Air supplanting. <laughs> 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 <laughs>